0: Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. God is a spirit, and you are a spirit who is living in a body that is trapped in a three dimensional world limited by time and space. But your spirit man, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions will live forever. One day you are going to see God. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the king of the kingdom of God, which is a government. It is a city. It is a country that will never end. Heaven will end. Earth will end. But his words will never pass away. We have the amazing privilege to not only know God through Jesus Christ, but to be as God on the earth. We are the image of God, and we have got to be born again by the Holy Spirit. We return to the original image of God, and we begin to proclaim the kingdom has arrived. Hey, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan. Here in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm inviting you to be part of the underground church movement. It's not a resistance, it's not anti establishment, it is a response to the Spirit of God who is saying that His church will be found underground. I've been writing about this and podcasting about this since 2018, which would be, as you remember, before. We experienced a separation where where if you noticed that everything ceased for two years, it seems that the flu disappeared, it seems that terrorism disappeared, and everything closed its doors. People closed their mouths, they put a mask on their face, they stopped going to school, they stopped going to church. And we saw that this whole world is under the sway of the evil one. It became anti-Christ. And now you may have a church that's that's great, but what God is saying is that it's going to become impossible to attend an above-ground church because he won't be involved. He won't be involved because God... Because light has nothing to do with darkness. And it's going to become very clear, those who are his, those who are Christians, as the Apostle John said, those who claim to know him, they will be like him. They will walk as Jesus walked. So that's the test. We need to test the spirits. Are they from God? Are they living a holy life? Jesus said that no one who is born of God will sin. If they continually sin, then they are not born of God. So it's very clear. The truth is very clear. We know what's right and wrong. We know that the husband is the head of the wife. We know that God is real, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We know that all have sinned and fallen short of the full expression of God. All mankind has not expressed God fully. Now, some have come close. John the Baptist, perhaps. Moses, perhaps. But God said, we are greater. The least in the kingdom of God are greater than John the Baptist. Greater than Moses. Greater than Abraham. Because we are the ones who have the Holy Spirit that was promised. The Holy Spirit is the kingdom. And that's why we understand These two things. Number one, the church is in the spirit. Ephesians says that the church is a spiritual house for God to dwell in. So he dwells inside of you. And as you gather together, it doesn't have to be in a building. It can be outside. It can be at home. We must be devoted to the apostles' teachings, to the breaking of bread, to fellowship, to prayer. To loving one another and sometimes that can seem very difficult some of you are in a transition time some of you are pastors leaders some of you are established in the church we've got to keep seeking first the kingdom of god that's number one the church is in the spirit number two is that we are to live from the spirit You know, we have a soul, our mind, our will, our emotions don't always line up with the Word of God. That's why we need to be renewed by the washing of the water of the Word. Jesus said that Peter was clean because he had listened to his speaking. Paul said a husband and a wife are the same as Christ and the church. And he said, husbands, love your wives lest your prayers be hindered. There's a a connection here, and it's very deep, and you can go into it with your own research in the Lord. But we have got to submit as a wife to our husband. We've got to submit to Christ. We've got to listen to him, allow him to be our covering today. You may not feel like praising him. There may be great opposition, and that's the deception, is that we have been trained to think that our soul is in charge. We've been trained to think that our body is in charge. When Jesus said, I live by every word, every spiritual word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, he had nowhere to lay his head. He had food that his disciples did not know of. And that is the way we're meant to, to live. We're meant to live by the Spirit. That's how Paul could be happy in prison, happy in abundance, happy in in lack because he was living based on his spirit man. Now, this is a great challenge, and this is the step up into maturity. You see, I've known what was going on for years, for 20 years. I, I was, I guess it was God's providence to grow up with some people who were were a bit different, and they told me about these this one world government and all these things that we're experiencing now but I was I knew 20 years ago to buy gold I knew 20, 30 years ago to, to buy a property in the country but I didn't because God is not leading me to do that I'm not doing anything and this is the biggest trap I don't do anything unless the Father's doing it I don't say anything unless he's saying it I check my spirit man I don't I don't respond to external stimuli. I ex- respond to internal stimuli. The job that I have now, I, I wanted another job. I was offered a pay rise to stay at my employer, but God was very clear. It was very uncomfortable in my soul. My soul is my mind, the way I think. My soul is my will, what I want. My soul is my emotions, what I feel. I didn't feel like doing this podcast today, but I have made a decision that I am to communicate the kingdom of God. Now, my podcast is different and it's not that popular because I'm not marketing it, I'm not trying to appeal to your flesh. I have a degree in marketing, but I don't do any marketing. Because the Lord knows those who are His, and He who has an ear, let him hear. And Jesus said, "I didn't come to bring peace, but to bring a sword." So I'm going to tell you about the kingdom, and you're not going to hear. You're going to hear very little about the kingdom in in above ground situations because the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. I feel like the yeast of Herod is hidden. People can't see that Jesus warned us against politics in the church. He said that a little bit of yeast leavens the whole lump of dough. So you have got to beware. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. In church, there are false teachers. There are false prophets. There are doctrines of demons. That means that on a Sunday and in the newsletter and In your Bible study, there is a demon who wrote the teaching. Okay, now that's not all of it. I'm just saying that that is what the Bible said. That was 2,000 years ago. Now we know that we are in the last days. We're in the great falling away. It's interesting to me that God waited until Sodom and Gomorrah was completely debased before he destroyed it. He waited until there was not one righteous man on earth but Noah before he destroyed it. The wrath of God has not yet reached its fulfillment. The cup of his wrath is not yet overflowing because sin has not reached its absolute maximum. That is biblical. Jesus Christ took the wrath of God. He's punished for our sins. God has forgiven us. So he's not judging the earth right now. This is not judgment. Okay? Yes, there's natural consequences and, you know, God will not be mocked and all those sorts of things. If you live foolishness, if you, you know, the proverbs will explain that. But and there will be consequences, but God is not judging the earth right now. The judgment is going to be absolute. Okay? He's going to destroy his enemies with the breath of his mouth. He's going to personally come and destroy your enemies. okay? But it hasn't reached that level yet. But Jesus said it will be like the days of Noah. So you and I are to be like Noah who was a preacher of righteousness. You know, you got to tell people that God is real, that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, that He is good, that He's not causing any of these diseases, that He is is not in charge. That he actually gave the earth to man and he put us in charge and we stuffed it up big time. Okay, But we can be born again. God's government is internal government. It's self-government. God's government is to put the spirit inside of you and to give you a new heart so that you can rule yourself. God doesn't want to, to lead you with a bit and bridle. He wants to lead you by the Spirit. And he he gave family as the government of God. He gave church as the government of God. Now look at what this world is against. It's against man being the head of the house. It's against heterosexuality. It's against the church. Even just recent, I'm not even going to talk about it. It's against family. It is against God, and he will not be mocked. Don't you worry. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He is a jealous God. The Lord is a warrior, and warrior is his name. Okay? He is, a, he is the Lord of war, and he will come back with a white horse. So we don't have to worry about the scales being out of balance right now. We have got to preach the truth like Noah We've got to invite those people that God is calling into the ark. And the ark is the covenant. The ark is the kingdom. The ark is the blood and body of Jesus Christ. And we lead people to believe in him. I know it seems hard. It seems like everybody's opposite. But just be led by the Spirit today. Pray in tongues. Make a decision and stick with it. Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. So you make a decision because the deception is is very much everywhere you've got to be really decided that you will follow god you know maybe you had a fantasy that you know if somebody if if a muslim extremist was going to cut off your head you know that you would not denounce christ that you would not renounce christ that you would die but in reality would you even quit your job for God? Like, would you even give your entire bank account to God? But in your mind, in your fantasy, you think that you would be beheaded for him, that you would go to prison for him, that you would leave everything for him. But in reality, did you even read your Bible this morning? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, faith is works. Faith without works is dead. It's, it's what you actually do. It's, what, no, it's not saying, Lord, Lord. It's, it's do you know him? Do, do you know him? And I, I question this myself. you know, I, I know that he said those who, who obey me, they show that they are my disciples because they love me, because they obey me and because of that they bear much fruit. I feel like I've been in such a season of pruning and that's where you, your soul cannot be in charge. You cannot live by your feelings, by your emotions. You will destroy your life with a word, you know, with a, with a bad decision. You can destroy everything. Think how easy it is to, you know, even in the movies, you know, you're, you know, you're driving your car, you run somebody over, hypothetically, if you don't stop. If you don't stop to help that person, if in that moment you make one wrong decision and run away, drive away, hit and run, you will be going to jail for the rest of your life. Forget about your holiday. Forget about your kids going to a private school. You are going to jail. Now, hopefully, you know, that sort of thing doesn't happen. But what I'm saying is you can destroy your life in a moment. So that's why you've got to be led by the Spirit. You've got to die to yourself. Yourself is your soul. If you gain the whole world, what benefit is it if you lose your soul? Your soul is yourself. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. God is the He loves your soul. He restores your soul, but it's restored in the correct alignment. Number one, Holy Spirit. Number two, your spirit. Number three, your soul. And number four, your body. Your body comes last. You know, you love your body, you nourish your body, but you discipline your body. You don't give it McDonald's when it wants McDonald's. You decide in your soul, that's your mind. You make a decision, an intellectual decision, using your will and your mind that you will eat healthy food. And then your will enforces what your body does. Your body cannot, of itself, choose to eat McDonald's it is powerless and in the same way your soul cannot choose to worship God your spirit tells your soul to worship God I will praise him rejoice always and again I say rejoice so your spirit says to your soul praise time your spirit says to your soul it's time to pray it's time to fast It's time to give our money away. It's time to go and love that unlovable person. It's time to do something for somebody else. And your mind, will, and emotions will do it, kicking and screaming. And then your body will have to follow. So this is the way that you live. And it is amazing. It's not as hard as it sounds because once you submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee. When you live by the Spirit, you are led by the Spirit and you show yourself to be a son of God. And that, if you read Romans chapter 8, is where abundant life kicks in. Abundant life is when you are led by the Spirit. You actually transcend this realm. Money comes from the fish's mouth. Bread is miraculously created. You know, this is where where I've been living. To be honest, I feel in and out, on and off. Not feeling like it all the time. But these are the moments of breakthrough, and I believe we're called to live in the Spirit, be led by the Spirit all the time. It's a river that you can jump in and never get out. It doesn't mean it feels good all the time, but I'm telling you, the Spirit is willing. The Spirit is here. He is available. He's never limiting you. He's favor. He's saying there's an open heaven. He's saying all things are yours, things present and things to come. He's saying you are an overcomer. He's saying you're going to make it. He's saying you're doing better than you think you are. He's saying don't look at the circumstances, but look at me, the author and perfecter of your faith. You can choose today. I'm empowering you. You can choose to live by the Spirit today. You can rule your own soul. And, and I made a decision that I will seek first the kingdom of God. That is my foundational decision, obviously, to follow Christ, to, to be led by the Spirit. I've made these decisions, and I trust that God will turn everything together for good. Thank you guys for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Have a great day. Bye for now.